TNT Talk. Welcome, everybody, to TNT Talk on the So Many Shows podcast. We're here to talk about Fear the Walking Dead. Dun, dun, dun. And we're going to be going over episode 12 from this season. We're in season three, episode 12, called Brother's Keeper. I hope I have that right. Um, so, I, I got to tell you from the outset, I thought it was a great episode. So, you don't have to say to me um, what you think. But uh, she's here. Hey, Tamish. <laughs> what do you mean I'm here? Of course I'm going to say what I think. I'm the other part of TNT. That's right. We always say what we feel. <laughs> well, I just didn't know if you... I just liked it a lot, and I was going to say that up front. I didn't know if you wanted to withhold your Oh, I definitely to withhold. <laughs> okay, so she's still she's still not telling us anything. But, um, okay, very funny. Well, I'm Tracy, and yes, Tamisha's here with me. We are TNT Talk, uh, because we're T. Tracy and T. Tamisha, and we like to talk. It's, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> At least we think so. Our format, um, if you are new listeners, uh, we ask each other three questions each that we have prepared ahead of time, but the other person is not aware of what our questions are. So we hope that that keeps it lively and explosive. And uh, usually we get some uh, pretty interesting commentary because we, we, don't, we don't always agree. Um, no, we don't. <laughs> so, so you probably get lots of different uh, perspectives on this podcast. So, And then we will rate the episodes by the number of sticks of dynamite. We'll also talk about our most explosive moment. And we'll also remind you now and at the end, please subscribe to the podcast. Yes. Subscribe, subscribe. It's so many shows. Uh, we're on iTunes right now. And if you have a different um, podcast provider you like us to host on, please let us know. But if you're on iTunes, you can go to so many shows, subscribe, give us a review and a rating. That would help us a lot to keep things going. And, um, of course, you can always go to so many shows.com where you will find a variety of um, podcasts, episodes, as well as a variety of articles, recaps, reviews, and commentary on a lot of different shows, thus the name So Many Shows. So a lot of folks on So Many Shows have been watching The Good Doctor this week, uh, watching The Brave. A lot of folks were back to This Is Us last night, and tonight, uh, Speechless comes back. I'm pretty excited about that. But for now... <laughs> about Fear the Walking Dead, my, it, my brother's keeper. Yes. Okay. My brother's keeper. I didn't have it exactly right. Okay. But episode 12, my brother's keeper. And, uh, it was, I mean, I'm going to say it was, it was pretty explosive, but I'm going to let you start with the first question to me, to me. <laughs> you said it like you don't know me. Tracy. I know. Okay. I know. I think I swallowed the wrong way. <laughs> oh, glory. Here we go. Okay. So um, my first question to you, do you think that, and my question is assuming everybody listening to our podcast has already watched the episode. And yes. so by the question I'm asking, I'm not giving a spoiler because you should have, we're assuming you've watched the episode. Do you think that when Alicia was talking to Jake that she foreshadowed his death when she said, you're one of the last good men left? Yes, I do. But I didn't think it at the beginning. It was after I already had a discussion uh, with my son. 
and he brought that up. And after I, after it aired? Yeah, after it yeah. aired. Yeah, because we watched it separately, and we were talking about the episode, and I was like, oh, yeah, I should have seen that that coming, you know. Um, it was, when you think about it, it was almost glaring, um, you know. So, yeah, it, that definitely you know, could have, could have tipped us off if I, if I was paying attention better. And, you know, I kept thinking, you know, Troy would be the one to go at some point between the two of them. But, but why do I think that in this series, in the Walking Dead original series, it's, you know, so often the person that's just really trying to do the right thing that, it's the one that hits it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I guess my question is, when will I learn? <laughs> but um, I don't know, uh, Tracy. <laughs> TNT. Boom! When will it explode in front of you? <laughs> I know. So, tell me what you think. What's your answer to your question? I, I saw it when when she said that. I said, mm -mm. I said goodbye, and I said I said goodbye, and right after that, uh, not too long after that, Chris. Hardwick came on and said, we have a surprise guest. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I said, no, because when she said it, I was like, oh, come on. Not Jakey. Not Jakey, boy. <laughs> so, no, I, I, when she said, I was like, oh, it's a wrap. Y'all need to get some kisses, hugging, whatever in there. He's not coming back. So I saw it coming. I saw it. It was, it was, it was like a stop sign. Yeah. Well, you're good. You're, you're more astute than I am for sure. And you know, you can you can go see your Jakey boy at Atlanta Walker Stalker Con. Are you gonna do that? I am. I actually I actually um, will make it a point to try to meet him. Yes, I wanna... I'll, be, I'll be interested to hear what he actually sounds like when he's just talking talking regular and not in his actor mode. Uh-huh. Well did you hear him at all on, on the Talking Dead? I did. Okay, but again, yeah. Is I need to be like you know how you can't tell the real height of a person and you really can't get okay. the I okay. can't get the intonations and all that stuff. So you want the real upfront and close image. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I, I I definitely want to go by and see the the folks that are coming from Fear of the Walking Dead. Kim Dickens, who else yeah. is? And I didn't know if uh is uh is Coleman is, coming? I, Coleman that's, I was gonna ask that. And is uh Travis coming? That's not his name. Oh uh, no. Um, uh oh, I know everybody wants Alicia Denham Carey to come, but I don't think she's on the list. Cliff but, Curtis. Cliff Curtis. Oh yeah, I don't think he's coming, is he? I, that's what I'm saying. I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. But that's who I would. I would have liked to have met. Oh, you would like to met him also? Yeah. Good choices. All right. Uh, so that that was a good question. All right. My question. Number one, you know, I kind of come up with these crazy ones sometimes. I'm, I make these observations, and so I want to see if anybody else thinks the way that I do. Um, <laughs> not likely. <laughs> okay, Nick. And I know, I mean, Nick is one of my favorite characters. Okay. I can tell you up front, he's not one of Tamisha's favorite characters. No, not so, even so, listening to the podcast, you know that. Mm -hmm. So, aside from how you feel about Nick's character... It kind of seems like this season they have started uh, kind of portraying him more as the hunky guy or something like like before. Remember when, you know, he you know, he's the drug addict. And of course, he was really maybe he is maybe he has bulked up a little bit. You know, if he's out on the drugs, he looks healthier, um, but he's wearing regular clothes now, like in the first couple of seasons. You know, he had the the 
the senior citizen type clothes that were all baggy and didn't fit. And then he got that, you know, oversized polo shirt or something and baggy pants, you know, and he just kind of, to me, kind of just looked kind of goofy. And then he cuts his hair and joins the militia and is wearing, you know, regular fitting clothes and just being there on the ranch, living at Otto's house and taking some leadership. It just seems like they're kind of showing him in a little bit different light now. And so I don't know if that's, um, just supposed to be his growth and getting literally getting healthier, um, or if they're trying to portray him more as you know one of the the huh. hunky hunky guys. What's the definition the of hunky? Uh, I think of hunky. I'm thinking of Hulk Hogan. What are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> what is hunky? Um, oh, maybe heartthrob is the better. You know, okay. like you know a Daryl Dixon type character, or you know, not fair. Not fair. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, that's a that's a long question, but do you think it's it's him getting healthy on his own and just obviously looking, you know, better and healthier, or do you think it's intentional that they want to portray him more in that light, or something else, or nothing at all? Okay, I think I think that Nick didn't have a choice but to get healthy. Um, I think a lot of that had to do with him having. I, I wouldn't have called it love. But, you know, trying to establish a relationship that wasn't based on a drug addiction. So right. that helped his change come about. But also, the greatest cure, cure for any addiction is getting caught in the apocalypse and it's not nothing's available. Right. You know, there's no factories, nobody on the corners or wherever he got most of his drugs from. So I also think that what also helped is that he's a mama's boy. And I okay. think that... A lot of her wishes and desires, of course, kind of jumped on him. And so he has become her kind of right hand or left hand person. And a lot of her views, he's starting to take on whether they're his or not. But that's the relationship him, Nick and Alicia have. So I, I will never see him. After. You, you heard it here. You heard it here. folks. <laughs> uh, okay. To answer my own question. I mean, obviously I, had that observation and I think uh, I mean I think it probably is it it shows that he is healthier now um appearance um but you know we're waiting to see if she's going to resurface use that to his advantage have that I'm, I'm curious how the other is he or I'll have to say but I just you know yeah crazy <laughs> said there you go what's <laughs> influencer um but yeah so we'll see but I just I was like he just looks a little more bulked up and stuff and uh, so, yeah, I'm just wondering where. And a pun is definitely intended here. He's eating. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. All right. And this is probably, okay, my question is, um, the statement was made by Troy that Nick, in some way, small sort of way, saved him. How did Nick save Troy? Okay. I remember that, but who said it? Did Troy you? said it to Nick when Troy. he was uh, locked. Had he locked the door by that time? Before he told, kind of tried to. Okay, but it was during that scene. Somehow. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so do I do I think that he saved him? Is that? I'm wondering how he did. I I did. Oh. I'm looking more for clarification because I had my own thoughts, but wanted to know yours, of course. Exactly. How did Nick save Troy? Because I think Troy feels feels that way. 
I think maybe uh, in finding a bit of a kindred spirit because, you know, I think they've talked about this before either on the Talking Dead or somewhere, so I don't mean to steal anyone's idea, but someone talked about, uh, or maybe it was even Alicia talking to him in the show about how he has, um, you know, they both like to live dangerously and, you know, maybe, you know, and that he found a, a friend in Nick, so maybe maybe that's what he needed to... Um, you know, and, and he could have gotten killed in the um, the shootout or whatever at the house when Nick dropped the bomb about having killed his dad. You know, that just took him out of everything, and um, you know that they basically surrendered. Um, so he could, you know, had he not gotten him down, you know, to that level, he may have ended up getting killed in that shootout, literally. But as far as you know, saving him more. Um, literal. What's that? More as far as saving him, meaning more literal. The literal point. Yeah, I mean, he could have actually, he could have actually, if he kept firing, he could have actually been shot in that um, the shootout from the other episode. But um, as far as more of a, a, a emotionally, I guess, saving him or something. You know, I think he, like I said, I think he found a kindred spirit and someone that could relate to him more on that level. And I think that kept him going forward when so many people were coming against him about the things he was doing and the decisions he was making. I think he felt like just had like he had a, a, a sounding board, you know, someone that could relate to where he was coming from with this living dangerously. And but you know, he I think he thinks of him as a kindred spirit, but it, Nick is not where Troy is emotionally and mentally. I don't think you know. I think he's had, I think he's been exposed to some of that with the drugs and that lifestyle, but he's definitely more grounded now. So maybe he can relate, but I, I you know, I don't put them in the same category, but yeah, so, I think. So Troy is not hunky. I'm, we're not talking about hunky now. <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking. I will I say. That's the question. <laughs> I will say that Troy looked better in this episode when he's like in survivor mode. You know, all dirty and you know, it that 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 bodes well for him to just be in that gritty type uh, environment. I think he looked a little more handsome. So, but we're not we're not talking hunky anymore. That was that was question number one. <laughs> okay, we don't have to talk about it. She's a mess. All right, my answers are so long and rambling. I'm sorry, everyone. So, what's your answer? I, I don't think that Nick saved Troy at all. Troy is still crazy as a bat. You know, and the reason I use, oh gosh, bats are beautiful creatures. <laughs> they deserve to be saved. Wait. Troy is crazy. And I think that he's confused. I think Troy is confused. I think that he wants Nick to be like him, but in essence, he is Nick is so much like Alicia. It is not even funny. Uh, so I think that Troy misspoke in his uh, clouded mind that yeah. was going on there because we saw it all over his face. So I didn't. I didn't see it. That's why I had to ask the question. I did not see where Nick saved Troy. Like, I, I just didn't see it because Troy hasn't been saved at all. In fact, Troy has kind of jumped off the deep end. As far as I'm concerned. Okay. 
I definitely think he's in the deep end. And I also think that you kind of set me up with your questions. I think you, I think you make an observation in the show, and then you turn it into a question to set me up. <laughs> but that's I don't it. know what you mean. Yeah. All she's, we have to do is ask questions, right? That she's totally, totally innocent in this. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, my question number two. Question number two for you. Did Troy, was his intention to harm the ranchers, um, or was it a psychotic break, or did he really think he was doing something good? He kept talking about how beautiful it was and um, that he had found this um, we know now it was a horde, but um, he was talking about how beautiful it was and, and wonderful, and he wanted them to see it. So was he trying to harm them, or um, did he really think it was a good thing? I, I think that he, he his intentions were ill will. I think that he had a severe psychotic break. Like, because as we've seen in other episodes on other shows, yeah, thing where we don't have the capabilities to help individuals at this point. So you got to make a choice: live among us, take them out. But he, I think that um, no, something seriously broke up there, and he just went at it. And by doing that, I think in his mind he was just like, "This needed to happen. I'm fine with it." And we barely saw any emotion while he was True. doing it, and yeah. then. We saw some type of emotion when um, Jake died, but then he reverted right back. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I think we're kind we're close to the same uh, train <laughs> of thought here. Uh, I think that he didn't he even use the word like reset or something that there needed to be a reset with the world like he like he just. Ooh, I don't. Thought, I don't know. I, I thought maybe I'd heard that, but I, I but I think whether I made that up in my head or not, I think he thought that's just what needed to happen. Like it was like this, um, uh, epiphany or whatever, you know, he sees that and, and just realizes all just has to end. Now I do think he has this obsession with death. Um, so that's part of it. I, I mean, I think there's some sort of psychosis or, or mental, um, issue is definitely part of it, but I think he'd somehow convinced himself in his mind that it was a, that it was a good thing. And I think he was really buying into that, that this needed to happen. So, so do you think he was crazy? Yes. I, I mean, I think he had issues, I, I, you know. Um, and it's not a, it's not a criticism in that, you know, I mean, he couldn't help it. Like you said, he's not getting the help that he needs and probably never did. Why he didn't before, I don't know, um, mm -hmm. when there were more resources. But, um, yeah, but he's also got enough people around him, you know, trying to pull him out of it. And, and show him a different way. But but at a certain point, yeah, I don't think, you know, I'm not sure how much he can help himself at this point. I don't even want to speculate. But, yes, I think it was, yeah, I think he wanted the that horde to kill everyone. But I think he thought in a way that was a good thing. So I guess I'm saying both. All right. Okay. Now my next question, I'm going to have to bring up some stuff that be appearing on other stations because this was just, for me, it was just too obvious as I was watching it. And so I, I wanted to see. So this is really a yes or no question and you can expound on it if you want. Did you see these parallels that I'm about to point out to you from one of our other favorite shows? Okay. Okay. Did you see when Jake got bit in the arm. 
Did you immediately think of anything when he got bit in the arm and they said, whack, and they knocked the arm off? Don't answer. Not yet. Did you? <laughs> Did you see or think of anything when the horde was discovered by Troy in that specific location and all you heard was the sounds coming to you? There's all this sound. And then the camera just, it never showed us, but it just, of all that crawling. And then... <laughs> Good sound effects. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> and then, did you make any connection when we realized that somebody was having a psychotic break? I mean, it just seemed like there was a few definite parallels yeah. that were going on there. Yeah. And it, it, it screamed at me. Like, it screamed. Just scream at you. Into the mic. Yeah, okay, okay. Yes. So do, do I answer now? You can. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'd say um no, yes, and yes. Now as far as the no, I didn't think about the arm and, and Tyrese right away. I, I thought more of Herschel because I was thinking more about them their first experience with trying to eliminate a bite, you know, and cut off a No, limit. we agreed. Because that's <laughs> what I thought of and then I corrected myself. Okay. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so okay. All right. so yeah, I first thought about Herschel. Now that you're talking about it and you say arm, I was like, oh yeah, Tyrese. But um, but yeah, my first thought was Herschel and them learning that they could, or you know, trying to um, take that um, action. And then the second one, I, I thought, um, and not as much in the moment because I was very much in the moment, but after I thought about the um, the quarry when the um, walkers, when Rick looks over the hill, and, and also in this case, you know, they were looking over a, an area down into them, into a valley or whatever. And then, uh, I, you know, of course, the um, issue with Troy and his psychotic breaks, we've been a lot of parallels with Lizzie, of course. Um, so I think I that missed one, one. I missed one, actually. You, you missed one, okay. Um, and as far as that one, you know, yeah, I, I think they're, the first two are similarities between two shows, and but there are also similarities that as part of the experience of living in a zombie apocalypse. So it's like they finally stumbled upon trying to take someone's limb off and finally seeing the biggest horde they've ever seen. The other issue, um, you know, is definitely more prevalent in life today and in any times. Yet they don't have the resources to help people that are dealing with a, you know, a psychotic break, but that's a story we've seen, you know, over forever, over. over and over. Um, our friend Susie, who used to write for Undead Walking, she did a big article comparing the whole Lizzie story in, in The Walking Dead to Of Mice and Men. Um, so that, you know, that type of story has been told many times, uh, but the first two seem more specific to the zombie apocalypse. And you also have to think about the motorhomes. The lining up of the motorhomes. Oh yeah. The lining up. Of, I immediately actually thought about the green balloons first. Oh okay. I was like, wait a minute, but then, but then the motorhomes when they lined them up trying to get them to go, uh, the horde to a go different a path. path. Okay. Another parallel. Yep. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So there's several that yeah. we came up with. Very good. All right. Well, you tied right into my third question there with the, the motorhomes. Did you think that someone 
would come to the rescue when they had the, the RVs um, lined up and, and trying to, to use that to keep them out. Did you, did you think at all that someone might come in and save the day? I did. I thought that, that uh, Alicia and Walker were going to run through with a truck. With said, a truck. Not Alicia. You did that last week, too, my friend. Alicia? Yeah, Madison. Is that a Madison? Is yeah. They're so similar. Mm. <laughs> Mother, daughter, I don't know. Mother, daughter. Mm. Yeah. I know but, what you're talking Yes, about. I, in this particular place, case, I did mean Madison. Madison and Walker. I thought for a second they were going to try to ram through. Uh-huh. And I'll try to hit some of them, tell everybody, get in, get in, or whatever was going to happen, but it didn't. So I was like, okay, you all didn't do what I thought you were going to do, because yes, I did, actually. Okay. I didn't think, now I never thought that Nick was going to come on down from that hill. I always thought that they were too, either too chicken, Jake was too hurt, whatever, but I never pictured him coming in to save the day. Not yet. We we may have broken a record uh, today with agreements because I thought the same thing. I thought, oh, maybe this is where we're going to see the the water truck, you know, coming through and Walker and Madison and uh, oh and um, sorry, say Coleman and Strand that they're going to come, you know, rambling through and and save the day somehow. And that speaking about things that reminded me of the other series, um, it I thought, oh yeah, like. Like Abraham, when he came through with the fire truck at the church, and the church was when they were trying to, you know, to keep him out, and he came and saved the day, you know, with the big vehicle. So I, I definitely thought about that, but nope, they just pushed they just on through. On through, and now they're in the pantry. Yep, they're in the pantry. Pantry. So You're in the, the ones, pantry. They're in the pantry, Tamish, but the ones that are left, there were there were some casualties for sure. There were definitely some casualties, but. <laughs> yes, there was there were some casualties. There were some ca as they fought through all those walkers. <laughs> they tried. They tried. They were uh, trying so hard. So yes. So yes. There you go. <laughs> I hadn't thought about them coming underneath. That was kind of creepy. Um, them coming underneath the RVs. But yeah, Coop, the really tall guy in the militia, um, he had survived the anthrax and you know and other things, but he finally bit it. Uh, he finally this. early bit it. Yeah. Very funny, Tracy. So you, well, I didn't even mean that. I, 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 <laughs> he did, he did, though. He did, he did multiple times. Good job in that role. We're sorry to see you go. Coop. And you will be missed. Yes. Will be missed, yes, yes. Yes. All right, so that's three questions each, and we, we had a fair amount of agreement. I'm, I'm surprised. Me too. Pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Mm. You're not. You're aggravated. Mm. <laughs> TNT. Differing of opinions. Agreed today. Okay. Mm. All right. So I think it's on to, on, uh, to our most explosive moment. Yes. yes. Okay. So is you going first? No, I'm not going first. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I'm not quite ready. <laughs> no problem. Okay, so I'm not going to do the obvious one. So for me, the most ex uh, explosive moment that I will claim on this podcast today is going to be when uh, Jake got his arm cut off. Okay, okay. When he got his arm cut off. I was surprised. I was the, surprised. You were surprised that they cut it, the actual cutting, not the biting. Is that... Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised okay. that, they, that they cut it because um, 
for me when Nick kept saying, how long, how long? I was like, you're late. He's dead. You're you're asking a question that shouldn't be asked. You need to be chopping to even remotely try to save him. Chop, don't ask. Yeah, you should have just did it. You should have just did it. And then he was like, stretch your arm out. By then, you know, it's already to the brain. So, but that would have been my most explosive moment. The arm went off. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. For me, it was the, when they do look down into the valley and see that horde and they don't see Troy yet, you know, they're talking, oh, we got to try to move it and try to get it to go to the left or whichever way. And then they hear the, the shot fired. The shot fired. Uh, yeah, and just so the combination of them, that huge massive horde, I thought it was a really cool visual. So the combination of seeing that visual and then them not being prepared that, that Troy was right there and already one step ahead of them and moving yeah. it along in the direction of the ranch. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty, uh, pretty explosive. For sure. Explosive, explosive. explosive. So there you go. <laughs> so, all right. Now, what about uh, ratings? I could go first on this if you want. I bet you could, but no, you're not. Oh, okay. <laughs> going. I was first all the way through, so I'm gonna keep it going. All right, keep the keep it going. So today, I'm gonna give it a three point seven five six two. Uh, she just tries to make it difficult for me, folks. I tell you. Could you add another decimal, please? All right. <laughs> she is so full of herself. All right. Calm, calm down and, and tell me why. Because we, I, we were, I was very excited about the uh, horde that appeared. Now, that part yeah. I, really did, I really, really did enjoy. Uh-huh. Um, and I did, I, I liked how I picked up on the foreshadowing of Jake's death. I was excited about that. Yeah, you smart so, cookie. Huh? You're a smart cookie. Thank you so much. Oatmeal if you're given. So, so we almost made it to four. We almost made it to a rating of four. Um, so I think we might hopefully get there next week. But we had some very good moments in this episode. To help it keep flowing. Okay. Uh, I agree. I'm going to take it to a 4.5. Woo! That's like one of the highest. I think that... It might, it might be my highest uh, yes! for the series. I, re- I remember telling my son, you got to watch this episode. you got to hurry up and catch up. This one was so good, you know. And so, obviously, I thought it was so good. Um, just, yeah, it's just so funny how we've been talking some about how there weren't, you know, a whole lot of zombies in this version. But, yeah, it was, it was, it was still a story of survival and threats and all that. But then, bam, there they are. <laughs> there they are. So, um, yeah, it, it was, I thought it was a pretty explosive episode. I'm going to give it 4.5. So, all right. Those are good ratings all around. I think so, too. 
I think, I think it was very good. Tracy, have you given out the fan art yet? No, I have not. I have to. I still have to figure out how we're going to do the contest. So I do apologize for the delay on that. But just keep your eyes. Just one more reason to watch so many shows dot com and so many shows on Facebook. Because um, once I get it figured out, we'll we'll try to post something. Maybe even for the finale of Fear the Walking Dead of the season finale. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But meanwhile, please subscribe to the podcast. So many shows podcast. Um, on iTunes, rate us, give us a review. We'd really appreciate that. And just a reminder that you're going to find all sorts of content on the So Many Shows podcast. You'll get TNT Talk. Um, we did a recent roundtable about the fall TV lineup. That's out there. A review that we did with um, one of the Colony stars is out there. And so it's just going to be more and more. So it'll be a lot of variety on So Many Shows podcast. Um, but we're definitely one of the... Um, groups that'll be on there. So check it out, rate, review. You can find me at Scrappin' Fan on Twitter, S-C-R-A-P-P-N-F-A-N. And Tamish? You can find me at T-A-M-E-C-H-E underscore B on All right. Twitter. So yes, hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, I think that's about a wrap for tonight, today, whatever time it is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Listen to it. It could be night, day, yeah. morning. Yeah, we're just keeping it mysterious so you don't know when we recorded. Woo! Woo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See you, everybody. Bye. Bye.